feel free to like like put a, like a sick beat drop on this <laughs> and use it as like your intro. This just in, in Santa Monica News, Ben and Dan are back on the pod. <laughs> and if you haven't stopped listening already, uh, welcome back to the Standing Desk Podcast. We are live, feeling And in person. Good. You know, I, I went back through all of the old episodes uh, to catalog all of our cooler talks. If you want to check out those, go to our Instagram. It's at the, at the link in bio. Yep. Um, and... Man, the chemistry we had in those in-person pods, unrivaled, for real. Something about Zoom, but it's all good. Still good times. And we're, we're getting getting into the the swing of things. Yeah. You know, the vibes. Um, but yeah, it's good to be back in person. Absolutely. Um, good to host Dan this weekend. So uh, before we get into a review of Kendrick Lamar's album, before we get into... Uh, talking about road trips before we get into talking about grind set mentality Sigma mentality <laughs> Dan uh, has a little story about uh, Mr. Paul Pierce yeah so this is a lesson in confirmation bias um, I see something that agrees with my views and I'm espousing <laughs> it to the masses yes by if you considered masses to be more than five people so <laughs> 30 bro oh man so this is further proof that crypto isn't real. Nothing is nothing is real. Nothing Everything is fake. Finances aren't real. So apparently um, there is this new type of crypto called Ethereum Max that was being promoted by a bunch of celebrities. And this might come as a shock, but it was a bit of a pump and dump scheme. It's so gimmicky. Bro. Similar to like Luna or any of those <laughs> other big cryptos out there where you... I'm a celebrity. I'm going to get a bunch of my followers mm-hmm. to purchase this item, which I already own a ton of at the lowest value. It's going to pump up the value. I'm going to sell a bunch, make a few mil, and then they're all going to lose their money. Mm-hmm. Easy money. AMC. I mean, that regular stocks too. Dude, AMC's still over 100 bucks. <laughs> okay, GameStop. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, well, the, should we explain pump and dump to the listeners who don't get sure for no, those no, of no. you that are unaware of pump and dump? So, the basic uh, principles of the economy is supply demand. Uh, <laughs> that's coming from the non-economics major at the table. Um, it's econ one hundred and one. <laughs> yeah, it's the first econ class. Uh, but anyway, so if I if I am let's say I'm Paul Pierce in this situation, I have a trillion. I have a ten million of a coin that I purchased at one penny a piece. And then I tell all, there's no demand for it though, because I'm just Paul Pierce and I'm no, like, only I have it. Mm-hmm. Then I tell all of my fans, all 30 people from Boston, <laughs> that, hey, you should buy this coin. It's going to make us all rich. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, they create demand. It increases the price. Paul Pierce's value goes from a penny to a dollar. He becomes a trillionaire, sells all of his coin. All of a sudden, there's too much supply, not enough demand. Yeah. Everyone else is, loses a ton of money. But Paul Pierce comes out rich. It's really genius. I mean, this is something like Dave Portnoy was doing for a while. And I think there's like some legal gray area there. Right. Um, I mean, it's it's technically, it can be considered um, market manipulation. But that's more for actual like SEC regulated stock and not necessarily yeah, crypto assets. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah, that's the whole point of it. So it's a very moral gray area and legal gray area. But... <laughs> 
apparently there's a lawsuit resulting from this and the following people have been listed in this lawsuit again like for manipulating the market and pumping and dumping paul pierce kim kardashian ah of course floyd mayweather jr <laughs> does not surprise me um money money mayweather matt damon oh the crypto.com guy yeah <laughs> and logan paul have Classic. all been included in a lawsuit regarding this crypto asset. Jesus. And this is apparently he's they're saying that he's like not the first NBA player to be listed in a lawsuit. Uh De'Aaron Fox has also been listed in a lawsuit for a different coin. <laughs> Probably like anime coin or Dude, something. Dude, it's so and I feel like I feel like if you don't know it's illegal. <laughs> Yeah. It's definitely like, yeah, why not? Yeah, they've got some shady money managers yeah. or something that are whispering in their ears like, no, 100%. we can make a lot of money yeah. off of this. So. <laughs> they get the kind of unbelievable. For, further proof that crypto doesn't mean anything and it's all a scam. So, yeah. Except cri- for the new standing desk coin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buy it now. Buy it now. It's only going up. It's, <laughs> the demand's going to keep increasing, yeah. I promise. How many coins do we buy that? Ten million. <laughs> yeah, no, buy buy that. Um, so yeah, crypto is not a good way to get rich and have success. But what is a good way? Ben, uh, if you could give me ten reasons yeah. to be or <laughs> ten ways to be successful, do you think you could do that for me real quick? So someone sent this to me. Um, a person wanted TMZ want, insider. Yeah, won't disclose anything else. Someone um, posted their ten goals for life, and um, it's very it's very. You know, we try not to be haters on the pod, but it is very grind set. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I am pro shaming people that deserve to be shamed. <laughs> yeah, it's Gary V adjacent. So yeah, it's not good. So I'll read them off for you, Dan. Uh, number one, keep God first always. Can't call him that. Um, That's just facts. Yeah. Um, two, be an incredible father and husband. This person is not married and he does not have kids. Bro, that's such a beta thing to say. <laughs> it one day. Yeah. That's his That'd goal. That'd be cool, yeah. All yeah, right, go all for right. it, man. Sure. Number three. I, isn't that just like the bare minimum? <laughs> yeah, no, be, a, be a shitty yeah. father and an even worse husband. Abandon my kids and pay alimony. <laughs> goal number three, keep alimony under 300 a month. <laughs> number three. Chase my best self. All right, and then there's some. Who's best self? Why is he chasing him? <laughs> yeah. Chase him and hunt him down and kill him. <laughs> the most dangerous game. <laughs> Tenet. Oh, 2021. Oh, All right. Uh, A. Embody the eight principles. Which are? I don't know. Okay. You you say the next one. I'm going to look at the But uh, there are eight of them. Um, B. Pursue whole life success to the entirety of it you want to be you want to be doing do you think there's someone that wakes up and says no i don't think i'm gonna chase success today i don't want to be i i do not desire to be (laughs) successful yeah Ah, maybe uh c live my icky guy i didn't know what this was i had to ask a friend apparently it just means um uh like following or like Pursuing a career that aligns with your passion. Uh, did you find the eight principles? So there is no clear mm-hmm. idea of what it means. Um, mm-hmm. It's part of one of the things was about fundraising. One of them okay. was about Chinese medicine. Yeah. So there's no clear uh, 
answer for the eight principles. Okay. Uh, so we'll just move on from that vagueness. Uh, D, be the exception, go first. Really Wait, vague, too? Yeah. I mean, in audit terms, being an exception is bad. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, exceptions are what gets people get people in trouble. Oh. Clearly not a business. Not definitely. <laughs> What a moron. Oh. How did he not know that very niche audit term? <laughs> we'll get into what business he's in. Um, never stop learning, growing, and evolving. True. Wow. That's our that's our motto at the standard. Well, that's podcast. also part of chasing your best self, you know. True. Absolutely. Hunting <laughs> him down. Uh, number four, prioritize family and friends. Dang. I mean, rolling it back to number two. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. reaffirming that. Yeah. Good for him. Five, lean into fear. A, as it often lets me know what I should be doing. Fear? Mm-hmm. So I Imagine guess getting chased by more. a tiger. <laughs> no, this is what maybe, I should be doing. Maybe that's what he's talking about. Yeah. Like chasing his best self. He's chasing... The, the tiger is... <laughs> he's the best self. The tiger is him. Yeah. Uh, okay. Bro, what? <laughs> Imagine being in bad turbulence being like, no, this is exactly what I needed. This is this is me chasing yeah. my best self. Yeah, I'm getting. I am becoming a better friend, father, and husband right now. <laughs> All right, B. Overcome uh, overcome fear of failure and take more risks. I mean, again, we're just reaffirming I think the whole fear. I think it's the same thing. But all right, C. Be action biased. So favor things that are action oriented. I think so. Do you think? Yeah, all things right. with. That involve an action, which is basically just existing. <laughs> Do not just lay parallel. <laughs> Explore other angles, such as 90 degrees, 180 degrees. Right, number six, consume less, create, and give more. Wow. Hey, don't worry. There's more. Don't get caught up in the treadmill of hedonic ad- adaption. Hedonic adaption. I'm gonna Google that. Like the uh, search for pleasure, like the so love consume of... less and create more. Pretty essentially, much. well, it's like don't go for like ple- like uh, pleasurable experiences. Like that's part of the fear part again. Yeah, yeah. Get chased by tigers. <laughs> exactly. Uh, don't do coke all the time with your fellow. Stop snorting heroin. <laughs> B, create 90%, consume 10%. So again, going back to the whole create and... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also, how can you only consume... Like, are you are you a farmer also? Yeah, like just absolutely sustainable. He's got like a whole hydroponic setup in his apartment. His landlord's like, hey man, your water bill's like $3,000. What are you doing in here? No, he lives by a mountain, so he doesn't even have to like consume water products he just gets it straight from the source yeah he's just right there yeah he's snowpack yeah exactly his freezer is full of actual snow <laughs> uh, tupperware just full of mountain water <laughs> the only way you can do that is if you live in antarctica bro like <laughs> there's nothing to consume my man's just trying to be more like like thorough yeah. like he's on his walden grind shout right out now. walden dude my, my my walden grind set <laughs> Um, give generously my time, talent, and treasure. Don't know what his treasure, treasure. is. Treasure. <laughs> what are you, a pirate? <laughs> Says crypto. Arr, share me loot. It's his Ethereum max. <laughs> All right, number seven. Achieve and maintain time and financial freedom early. 
This is actually good advice. I won't clown this too hard. Uh, when you're young, you have time. I've heard this before. It's not, it's not a novel concept. When you're young, you have time, you have health, but you have no money. When you're middle-aged, you have money and you have health, but you have no time. When you're old, you have money and you have time, but you have no health. So the trifecta is trying to get all three at once. Wow. It is true you should get financial freedom, but also that is just so much easier said than done. I just want to be financially free by the time I'm 27. Is that too much to ask? I just want to have my own successful business pulling in like hundreds of thousands of dollars in revenue. Yeah. By the time I graduate, six figures a month passively. (laughs) Exactly. I think he actually mentioned passive income. So uh, be be a sovereign individual. Well, good luck, buddy. I mean, you're. <laughs> this is mean? everyone else's thoughts, yeah. so you're already part of the yeah. group. Thank I mean, you. if you're if you're born in the USA, man, I got great news for you. You've Fast. you've accomplished your goal. You did it. Good job. We, there's a whole list of freedoms you have that is just ingrained into our yeah. very being as a country. Oh man! Wow, he's gonna be thrilled when he finds that out. <laughs> oh man! Eight. Look back and enjoy the view. Life's short. Embrace death and play full out. That's the exact words of 70% of the people that do cocaine. <laughs> yeah. That man's like got a key dive. on his key ring specifically <laughs> for snow, yeah. snow hopping. Yeah, when you talk about snow in his freezer, you weren't talking yeah. about powdered ice. I mean, that's passive income, baby. Yeah, thanks. You ever seen Narcos? <laughs> All right. Eight, uh, number nine, feel good now. Parentheses, law of attraction. Hey. Oh, I hold on. I hate law of attraction people. <laughs> I think that is the stupidest thing on earth. Like, no, nah, bro. Like you were, ta- you were, we were just talking about this last night. Like every night I go to bed, I think of being waking up. Yeah. With the most, like, I, I dream of being with the most successful people I know at a table. I'm gonna be there by manifesting it in yeah. my brain. No, shut up. Just do it. Just yeah. Just don't manifest. Oh. I tried to manifest the Suns winning and it didn't happen. At so clear, look. <laughs> so clear, it's the bullshit. There is there is a difference between having a good mindset about life and then thinking that the only way I'm gonna get rich is if I just keep thinking about being rich. Dude, this is how people go insane. That is like truly. This is how Adam Newman came to be. My father <laughs> was a broke man. I've been chasing money. Ever since. You want to know how I got these debts? Ethereum Max. <laughs> That's how I got there. Paul Pierce gave me an offer I couldn't deny. I'm just a part-time man chasing cars. Uh, okay, so Law of Attraction. A, remove the sense that something is missing in my life. Oh, so That's... Law of Attraction. <laughs> I think it's depressed. Completely ignore the fact that I will never be a father or husband or have any <laughs> Overcome depression. Step number one. Yeah, acceptance. <laughs> Start a 12-step program. See a therapist. Goodness right. gracious. B, realize happiness is only experienced in the present and is best shared. I like that. Yeah, that's fair. I can rock with that. C, okay, this is hilarious because Elon Musk just tweeted this. Understand happiness is a choice and a skill that can be improved through my habits and those I surround myself with. I kid you not. Elon Musk tweeted uh, less than an hour ago. And remember that happiness is a choice. So, you know, maybe this guy is doing something right. Dang. Imagine if (laughs) all the doctors just started telling people, no, just be happy. No, 
You don't. You don't need that. You do not need that at all. No. Xanax is not going to help you. <laughs> it's a choice. Choose happiness. Ignore the eight <laughs> figures of debt you have. <laughs> yeah. Be happy. Just become a billionaire. Have by Twitter. Manifesting happiness. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. D. Learn to accept and let go. That's not bad. I can run with that. E. Yeah. Choose peace over worry. Also good advice. Yeah. Ten. See, I should. Do, I mean, imagine having an anxiety disorder and hearing that. You'd be cured. <laughs> Just choose peace, bro. Just choose peace. Just have don't you, worry. Have you considered choosing peace? Have you heard of Akuna Matata? <laughs> <laughs> it means no worries. You should really look into that. Uh, all right, number ten, last one. Make an impact. A. Leave a legacy. B. This one's Real estate empire for family. So this guy's in real estate. That explains everything. Yeah, yeah, I'm so excited for five (laughs) years from now when every dude that's like, I just buy properties, operate them, and Mm -hmm. then I got 50K and pass it. When everything goes downhill. Oh, it's going to be insane. What's wrong, buddy? But I... What do you mean no one's buying your house? I didn't manifest this at all. Wait, you bought the house for 700k and tried to flip it for 850 and now it's worth $300,000? What happened? Bro, that's just a fear you got to overcome, real, I think. I real estate flipping is one of my least favorite things on this earth. It's really if bad. If you purchase for the sake of flipping it for profit when someone could have bought that house that needed it, it's literally offering no fade. value to the just world. Just absolutely fade on site. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So that's C. Written and recorded content for the world. Facts, bro. Start a podcast. That's right, bro. All right. This guy knows what he's talking yeah, about. Right. Yeah. You know what? Maybe I'll buy some real yeah, estate. Actually, you know what? Come on the pod, bro. <laughs> All right. Um, D. Touch lies wherever I go. And E. Score high on impact theory scale don't know what that is but yeah so you know just follow this there was about two good points in that whole thing yeah pretty much just like the normal like lessons about happiness and peace oh my do you want to hear something crazy is i looked up impact theory i this is this is not a joke the (laughs) second the second suggested search is impact theory nft That's how you know it's the not. final boss. It's impact theory, impact theory, NFT, and impact theory Discord. That's how oh. you know it's not. No. Nope. All right. That's that's all I'm gonna say about that. So just follow those ten easy steps, and you will make a hundred million dollars. Also, by the love end that it's not ten year. steps. It's like forty steps, <laughs> and he just like did A, B, C, D for each one of them. That's like when you get a math homework. It's like, oh, it's three questions, but they go <laughs> down to J. <laughs> BS. Ridiculous. <laughs> I hate teachers. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Uh, this is everyone's favorite segment called Icebreaker. Where you we stole co- my line. <laughs> Yikes. Where we call someone we know and love and uh, ask them a random question. So uh, in the previous segment, we talked about, or we mentioned Ikigai, which is aligning one's purpose with one's career. Uh, so, or one's passion with one's career to make one's purpose. So we're going to call my friend Cam. <clears throat> a repeat customer. Our first, first repeat, repeat customer. Shout out Cam, man. You made it. Uh, to uh, see what his key guy is.
what's up? What's up, man? Uh, you got the Standing Desk Podcast. Again. 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 Time number two. You're our first repeat, so uh, you should feel very honored and hashtag blessed. Um, so thanks for taking time uh, out of watching the Heat Celtics game to chat. So my um, icebreaker question for you is, uh, what is your ikigai? Oh, God. <laughs> what is my ikigai? That, that, that is a wonderful question, Ben. Um, it, it has to be real estate, of course. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's just the obvious answer, right? Right. And what about real estate really matches your passions with work or career? It's it's just my passion, you know. Just finding a finding a forever home for for people. Finding finding a forever home for myself, you know. <laughs> that that's really what it's about. So you're just home. You're just house hunting constantly <laughs> in a forever state of being partially homeless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and you you gotta you know sell it to other people if, if you get a good price. But ultimately, what matters most is is putting bread on your own table. By by exploiting others and purchasing and reselling real estate. <laughs> exactly. That that's that you couldn't have summed it up any better, Dan. Wow. God, what a passion, man. What a passion for life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, thank you. All right, go Celtics. <laughs> oh, bye. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye. Uh, uh, great segment. Yeah, that was, that was good to hear good, that uh, people can Really can't have a passion. For it's people. hilarious because I was gonna su- when he was struggling, I was ready to suggest real estate. He, was, <laughs> he just came out. He was prepped and ready for it. <laughs> Unscripted, off rip. That's what we love the most about. That's what makes uh, Icebreaker everybody's favorite segment of the show. That's right. That's right. All right, we'll be right back. Dan, would you consider yourself more an aloof Buddha or a Christ with the Shuda? I'd say I'm more of a Christ with the Shuda. <laughs> type guy i really i think you're an aloof buddha you think i'm aloof i no i think you're a buddha you like keep the peace Bro. but you're not aloof you're a buddha with the shooter i'm a buddha with a shooter <laughs> yeah, I, I like that am i aloof christ you are yeah. am you're, i am i a, you're uh, all powerful but like at the same time not at all uh am i aloof judas <laughs> oh my god all right so uh we're talking about Ken, that's a Kendrick Lamar lyric from his new album. What's it called? Uh, something about the Steppas. How do we not know the name of yeah. the album that we're talking about? That's just bad podcasting. That Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Yep. Which one are you? Are you Mr. Morale or a Big Stepper? I'm Mr. Morale for sure. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm more of a Mr. Morale. I'm a Big Stepper. Uh, so, yeah, we're talking about Kendrick's album. Uh, full disclosure, disclaimer, uh, neither of us are Kendrick fans anymore. Well, yeah. I'm a fan of Kendrick when he was good at making music. Yes. Uh, which was like eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's only... I don't know. I don't know what happened. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Dan listened to this on his own, and then he made me listen to it... In its entirety. In its entirety, in the car while we were driving around L.A. Yeah. Um, and it was, like, torture. Yeah, Ben was not having a good time. It was like, like I, I kept reflexively going to my car's like skip or like next song. Button. Yeah, but he, we wouldn't <laughs> but allow I, it. Yeah, um, just really bad. Yeah, it. 
I think I the way I described it to Ben and the way that I'm kind of viewing it now is like he's sacrificing the quality of the music for the sake mm-hmm. of trying to pass it off as art. Yeah, I saw a take that like he's he was going for the pitchfork ten out of ten when he made this song. Yeah, exactly. Like it's he's trying to do like there's a point where I think someone tries to do too much with their music and it loses the integrity of being a good song. It turns into like in, I don't even know what to call it at that point. Like, uh, it's just yeah, I don't know. There's just something about it where, like, even in like the first track, like it starts off super strong, mm-hmm. and then there's like this like weird beat switch halfway through that completely throws off the entire yeah. like vibe of the song. And then it, they try to like mold them together at the end. And regardless of if we're trying to like paint a picture of, you know, like his chaotic mind, like kind of he's in, unsure of where he's going or whatever, like. At the end of the day, if it doesn't sound good, it doesn't sound good. Yeah. I think, aside from music critics, no one, everyone would rather have bad and bougie than, like, a four-minute discourse about relationships. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, what was that song called? Like, We Both Weep or something like that? Yeah, We Um, Cry Together. Yeah, We Cry Together. That like so I saw someone say that like this was like Kendrick's version of doing Kim by Eminem, and if you haven't heard Kim by Eminem, bro, at this point just don't. It's, well, it's yeah, because it's like you can do storytelling storytelling music. Eminem did it well with yeah. Kim. That's a legendary song. Yeah, I think Kevin uh, on a icebreaker said it was his favorite Eminem song. Right? Yeah, that's a wild. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know about that part, <laughs> and like we've seen that Kendrick is able to be one of the, the best storytellers in hip-hop with the entirety of Good Kid, Mad City, while it also sounded very good at the same time. Yes. Like, we know that the he has the ability to do that, but I don't know if it's just, like, something in general with music, like, as a whole, or if it's just something, like, with top-tier, quote-unquote, rap, like, the rap stars, where they they feel like they have to do something different now to separate themselves from, like the popular guys like your little babies your gunnas your well i remember um either hearing or reading a review of the baby's seminal album whatever that one was with like what's kirk or the one after the one before that the one before that one oh the one at the orange cover uh, it's like where he's like with the Dodgers hat and he's holding like a oh, finger yeah. gun to his head. Gosh, that dude really so much music. Uh, which is like insane banger after banger after banger. And someone's review of it was like, he was just kind of rapping about baby like, baby. uh, making money and like partying and women. Right. And like, who, so? Like the, <laughs> that album slaps. Like I would rather have that than his songs about then his album that he made in the pandemic which arguably had more meaning right like all about the pandemic right no one wants to hear rappers about rappers talk about the pandemic bro no like (laughs) if yeah i got really turned off when he said something about social distancing i'm like kendrick yeah i'm like dude come on like there's like a spectrum of trying to create meaningful music and music that's like listenable yeah like he has every prerogative and right to make music the way he wants to and the way like he feels is most fitting, which sure this absolutely. is the way he chose to do it. Absolutely. But then that also leaves him open for critique and saying, 100%. Why are why are you not making good music? <laughs> <laughs> well, why aren't you good anymore? Yeah. I think um there's just too there's been too much hype around Kendrick for way too long. Like yeah. he has let us down 
album after album after album after album. Which is so funny because like on the last like to to Pimp a Butterfly, like there was like big time like radio style singles that like like All Right and uh, King Kunta mm-hmm. that um yeah, he released fine. that were like popular and people liked him and like they're like fun and jazzy to listen to like and he still also did like his normal storytelling granted i personally didn't think it was as good as get could mad city a lot of people thought that was like one of the deepest like most complex albums of right. all time exactly <laughs> and like i don't know like good kid mad city was 10 years ago yeah i mean it was his best album ever it's like it's probably one of my top 10 hip-hop albums of really all, time. all right i think that's I'm 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 going through the archives right now, making sure that's accurate. But I think top ten is very safe. Like I think it was. I, Should we do Good Kid, Mad City as the outro, so our listeners can get a little taste? Oh gosh, are we, are we like allowed to do that? <laughs> probably not. Yeah, probably not. But like, if you think about like, so the product, I w- do want to say the production value on the most recent album was incredible. I thought it was very very good. Like, yeah, true. Each, very good each track was very well produced. Insane beats. Yeah, the beats were very. Well, like it, yeah, they, they <laughs> molded fire. in very well. They weren't overwhelming. Like, they painted the right picture. But then, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, it's just, like, sad to see, like, him go the way of, like... No, I, I don't want to say it's as big of a collapse as Chance the Rapper, because it's not. Nothing Bro, is. Bro, I think he's... Like, at least Chance is funny. Like... <laughs> Hot shower, bro. Yeah, that's one of the funniest songs. It's of all a time. hilarious. I like listening to it because it's so funny. Yeah, this Kendrick album was just awful. Hurt my ears. Yeah, seriously, bad. I can't, I can't listen to. I it. mean, I I didn't even listen to the to Chance's best day ever for to give credit where credit is due. I I, I could at least listen to Kendrick's album. <laughs> yeah. Just out of curiosity, that's true. I, that's true. I straight up stopped listening to Chance's album. I don't listen to Hot Shower. <laughs> Slaps. That's that's the outro. It's actually such a good song, bro. No, it's not. It's one of the worst songs ever made. Alright, what's worse? This, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppards, or Damn? Oh, this. You think so? Yeah, I thought Damn had actually had some good songs on it. I thought on it... Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, DNA was like the popular song, of course. <laughs> I thought Love was a good song. Um, Dude, Humble. <laughs> that's the outro. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm trying to... I love it. <laughs> Uh, what else what else was on that so i guess he had two big songs on that i thought yaw was another good song and pride was another good song element lust oh lust love was good. loyalty yeah i guess it's not a 14 popular. song album like popular. he had, like he didn't have that many misses i mean they were all like at least solid i don't know man i just i i, I guess i've never really do you think like Kendrick. part of it is that he like placed this expectation on him where he had to keep leveling up each album I think any artist has to, you don't have to level up every album, but like, if like, you want to be con- considered one of the best in your genre, whatever right. it may be, you have to cons- fairly consistently put out good work and good right. albums. But does it have to be different each time? Like, it doesn't have to. I like, mean, would you consider Future to be one of the top like hip hop artists around? Uh, Probably not. Well, then that completely defeats my argument. Right, but so what, what were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say, like, that dude has released a thousand and six projects, and there's a good chunk of similarity between Yeah. Like, you can only talk yeah. about Codeine so many times no, yeah. without it, like, getting too repetitive, but it's still, he usually has one or two things that hit on each project. Yeah. That's true. And he's, he's almost settled into his role of, I'm going to create, like, good trap rap I, yeah. that is just not really about anything too crazy. That's true. And it's not like 
Um, I mean, I think Gunna. So Gunna is like one of my favorite rappers right now. Yeah. Um, he obviously never talks about anything groundbreaking or earth shattering mm-hmm. or deep by any means. But it all bangs, bro. Right. It's all just. Gr- At the end of the day, good music is stuff you don't skip. Yeah. When you're listening to music, it is a song that you do not skip. That is a good song. Regardless of, like, if it's a slow, sad song. You're Frank Ocean's of the world. Exactly. I don't know what else I was going for. Frank is a storyteller. Great storyteller. And, like, his stuff is good. It's, I don't know. Something about Kendrick. I think it's his voice. This is my hot take. I think Kendrick's voice ruins his music. See, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> I think I think the new voice he's going for is ruining it a little bit, but like the old voice, like the Good Kid Mad City Section 80 type voice, like I thought that was good and that was fitting with the, what the music style yeah, was. Yeah, a little like gravelly. <laughs> yeah, like, but now that it's this kind of like, I don't even know, like he's like distorted his vo- voice he's, so like, much in a way that, that doesn't sound yeah. like him anymore. Like, yep. Connie obviously distorts his voice, like Mac Miller's distorted his voice, uh, X... Like everybody, except for like Kodak, like distorts their voice. G yeah. Pain, yeah, the OG of distorting his voice, but he yeah. could actually sing, so it worked out. Yeah. Well, out of ten for you, Kendrick's album. Out of ten, um, I actually haven't thought about this, so this is a Off live rip. reaction. Um, I'm gonna say three point. Eight. I had three five in my head. Okay. You know, I like, um, obviously love the Keem features. Yeah. Yeah, the Keem interludes were, were pretty good. There there were a couple songs where Kendrick wasn't horrible. Didn't hate it. Didn't hate what he was doing. Yeah. Um, out of the, what, 15 or 16? So uh, I think 18. Wow. So, yeah. I like Die Hard, and I thought the Sanfa feature on Father Time was really good. Uh, so I like that song. And 19 then, songs. 19 songs. Jeez. Um, and then... Yeah, then I thought the Savior interlude with, or was it the Rich interlude with Keem? Yeah, Savior. Yeah, was, Savior was really good. Yeah. All right, let us know what you think about Kendrick Lamar's newest project and his older works uh, by DMing us at Standing Desk Podcast, or I think you can message it on Patreon <laughs> when you donate at Standing or patreoncom desk, uh, Let us know. Welcome back to Cooler Talk. Yo, yo. Do the thing. We can do it. Cooler Talk. It's everyone's favorite segment of the show. We're better not by, by each other. This, Woo! Uh, special drinks, and then we try them live on air. Special edition. This is the special edition episode. Uh, let's. So we're gonna we're each gonna do one drink, and then we're each gonna tr- uh, review one of the most popular drinks in America afterwards. <laughs> Um, okay. So stay tuned for that. So Ben, do you want to start with your drink? Uh, what, sure. what what I purchased for you? Sure. Yes, thank you. I uh, don't think you Venmoed me yet for this, but it's all <laughs> exposed live on air. <laughs> so um, Dan got me a new Lacroix that I've never had before. It's a Guava Sao Paulo uh, Brazilian. Yeah, very beautiful can. It's got this like nice pink, little baby pink color got a guava on it uh it looks really nice literally nothing on the uh, nutrition all zeros that's what you want to see yeah no it looks really refreshing so hopefully it lives up to the branding gosh that's crisp smells good smells like uh guava 
Oh yeah, we can try each other's drinks this week. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> I mean, I've never had a guava. A glowing review. I've never had a guava, so I can't. Have I ever, can't. Have you ever had like guava juice? Uh, probably not. Yeah, I used to have guava juice very regularly in college. At least my freshman. Summer. Really, like yeah. real guava juice? Yeah, there was like this restaurant on campus that had guava juice. Mm. It was delicious. Yeah. All right, Ben. Ben kind of screwed. Wait, I got to rate it, oh, dog. Yeah. Jeez. And I got to rate it down so I don't have to go through and listen to all of our episodes again. <laughs> well, you just have to listen to this one, but anyway. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a um, a six. Six. Six, six. All right. That's fair. Uh, ben screwed me this week, man. I'm not going to lie. So <laughs> Yeah, it was bad. Y'all ever heard of Despicable. wine in a can? <laughs> This is the bastard child of one of these <laughs> brands. This is house wine, uh, but not just your average house wine. It's a house wine cocktail. Mm-hmm. That's right. It is a wine cocktail. Mm-hmm. That's the worst combination of words yeah. I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. It's a cranberry Cosmo wine cocktail. <gasps> That's horrifying. Um, one bo- one can of this is equal to half a bottle of wine, which is terrifying as well. Um, there's no nutritional facts on this because it will kill you. Um, that actually seems illegal. Anyway, um... <laughs> gluten-free! Yeah, it's gluten-free, for those of you that are concerned. Uh, it's... It's... Uh, can It's canned in Walla Walla, Washington. <laughs> of that's, course! That's not a real place. Of course! Anyway, uh, House Wine Cranberry Cosmo Cocktail. Let's crack her open. This looks like a good sound check. Pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty crisp. Oh my! Oh my gosh! Bro, that <laughs> smell is vile. What on, dude? That smells awful. Uh, oh my! <laughs> I'm trying to like pick up what it smells. It's, I don't. I can't really describe how bad this is. It's like, it's like if Four Loco went sour. Oof, that's pretty tough. Bro, this is tough. Okay, I'm all right. Taste test. Oh man! Oh boy! Okay. Um, one more sip. Well, that's not good. It's not like awful. Not good. I, I can't even describe the. It, it's a, it tastes like a wine cocktail. Uh, yeah. You should never put cranberry in wine. Who's <laughs> stupid? Why idea is it a is Cosmo? This? Isn't a Cosmo like with vodka? Bro, if they put vodka, I. <laughs> I don't know, man. How, who buys this stuff? Like, okay, you know how Raising Cane's does chicken tenders? Uh-huh. House wine should stick with wine. Yeah. Not whatever... Frankenstein... <laughs> it's we. I, I just don't know, like, who actually buys these. Bro, there some, has to be some demand. Someone spilled two drinks together, was hammered, thought it would taste good, and then tried to turn it into a brand. Yeah, this is not good. This is like a 4-2. Maybe a three eight. Let's go three eight. Actually, this three, is, eight. I want to disrespect these guys a little bit. I right, let's swap it up. Right, swapping. Oh, that really smells so. That smells like poop, dude. Your smells so much. That better. smells like straight up feces, dog. Yeah, this this smells so much better. <laughs> wow, this is a treat. Nothing crazy. I almost feel like this would taste better if I hadn't smelled it mm-hmm. beforehand. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with your 6-6 six, six on that one. Maybe 6-5. Well, whatever you read it is accurate. Yeah, 3-8. Three, three, <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, that sucks, dude. That sucks. That's really bad. And now for... Oh, boy, man. It's, it's only going to get better. It only gets better from here. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, for those of you that don't know what Mickey's is, it's not the <laughs> mascot for McDonald's. It's, uh, it's everyone's least favorite malt liquor. Um... We bought a can of this. Uh, if it's just malt liquor, like it's yeah, it's like an old English. It's not. It's it's like they took the worst parts of beer and like liquor, yeah, and combined it into one. It, it tastes like a very intense beer. It's heinous. Yeah, and not in like the intense way. Like, oh, this is super hoppy. Like, no, this is just. <laughs> It's like if they had beer concentrate. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It and is then like they just beer didn't dilute it enough. It's like, uh, and it's a foul can. It's like really green and gold. So you you can spot it from a mile away. It looks like a St. Patrick's Day gimmick can. Yeah, yeah. It Except has like it's a every day and it makes you want to die. <laughs> um, but a great sound. That's great. Yeah, that's the sound of alcoholism right there. Oh my God. When people do Edward Forty hands... Uh, this is like what they do. Yeah, this is what they strap to their hands. This is not a forty, by the way. This is just a pint. It's a or not a pint. It's twenty four ounce for Kobe. Gosh, even the sound it makes. Honestly, it's better than the wine. Well, yeah. So is liquid mercury. <laughs> oh, I don't. Ugh, I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna give it a. Um, I'm gonna give it a. Uh, this is a four one. That's so bad. Four one. I don't think it's that bad. Bro. I'll do like a five zero. I don't know. <laughs> oh, the smell. Oh, the smell. It smells like what your vomit smells like before it leaves your mouth. Is that just? It's four. I'll I'll be generous and give it a four six. That's as high as I'm willing to go. All right, that's fair. Uh, this has been another episode of... Should we put that in the spreadsheet or not? Mickey's? Yeah. yeah I don't know should. how we would do that. Oh, we just each have a line for Mickey's. You give it 5-0. I give it 4-6. Consulting. Yeah, but then, like, you have, what, you have two lines for one episode? Yeah. All right. Fair. All right. Uh, that's our consulting advice for the day. Goodbye. Ben, gas is $6 a gallon, and that's as much as it is to subscribe to our Patreon. That is true. It's even less than that. Yeah. It's five. Speaking of Patreon, this is our uh, episode shout-out to Cameron J. Bird, Facts. our single uh, subscriber to the Patreon. Uh, peace and love, buddy. I hope you get better soon. He's not feeling too great right now. True. So I uh, hope you get healthy, buddy. Uh, speaking of spending $6 on gas, um, I want to talk about road trips for a second. Yeah. Your experience with them, what you like, what you don't like. I recently took the long six-hour journey from, yes. from Phoenix to Santa Monica. Thank you, sir. Uh, to come up to uh, San, Santa Monica. I just already said that. What am I talking about here? Um, it's not even that long of a trip. It's actually flew by. But I, So road trips. Did, was this like a regular thing that you did as a kid growing up with like the family? Or was this more of a, a once-in-a-blue-moon situation? Uh, so I went on like a couple true road trips, like, uh, with my dad and my sister, we went on a Colorado road trip. So like okay. we went a good up through, hours. you know, um, Rango, uh, Brackridge, Breckenridge, 
Brecken, Breckenridge, Breckenridge, and then like Telluride and Denver and somewhere else I didn't remember. So uh, you drove from Phoenix up all the way through Colorado yeah. and back. Yeah. Um, How long did that take? I don't remember. <laughs> I think it was a week. Dang. Okay. Yeah. Impressive. It was, um, you know, somewhat memorable, I guess. I remember doing it. <laughs> I remember like up one memory from each trip. Remember playing my Xbox 360 in one of the <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's kind of depressing. That's pretty sad. Um, like in, so in general, does when you hear road trip, does that create like a positive or negative eh, connotation? Neither, really. I think like, I don't know. It's so like, what parts did you like about it? Like if we, it doesn't necessarily have to be the Colorado trip in general, but just like road trips in general, what, like, what are the things that excite you about the prospect? Because you've done uh, multiple road trips. Like, you did a trip up the West Coast that's like a true. few years ago. That's true. That's true. I've, yeah, I've driven, like, up to the Bay Area and back. Um, I like road trips. I um, I think it depends on who you're with. Okay. I think um, if you don't like who you're with, they're great alone. Okay. Do you like dr- uh, driving alone or no? Um... Sometimes. Would you rather would you rather do a road trip alone or with with other people? If it is in the f- like six hours and less, I don't mind it being just me. If it's more than that, though, I'd rather there be people in the car. Yeah, that's true. Just especially one of my least favorite road trips slash fa- favorite road trip memories of all time was I was driving Ben and then our other friend John uh, back from California to here, and about two hours in, they're they're telling me how badly they needed to pee. So I, I pull off into a rest stop, and I'm like, there's bathrooms in there. They're like, no, no, we got like an hour. Or, so it was probably five hours in. They're like, no, we got an hour left. Just keep going. Just keep going all the way. And then the next hour, they were screaming <laughs> about how much they needed to pee and how painful it was. We were committed, dude. It was – I was literally at a bathroom, and then they made me stop. I mean, it was funny. But like, I No, it's funny because I've driven by that bathroom and gone to that bathroom, and it is repulsive, dude. Sure. I'm so glad we did The desperate times call for desperate <laughs> measures. Sure. I would have rather saved my ears in that situation. I mean, it was still, like, a really funny story. So, though. yeah, you get those mems, I guess. Yeah. So you get, like, the fun stuff, but it's much more efficient if it's just you. But also, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not – if you have the right people, then you can make mems on True. the road trip itself. Yeah. If you don't, everyone's super boring. Right. And it's just – it's a chore almost. Yeah. Because then you can't play your music. Like, yeah. you feel like you have to cater to everybody and – it's I I there are people who consider the driving part to be like something you have to do, not like part of the trip. They right. consider the trip once you get to your destination. Right. When it's about the journey. <laughs> no, but actually it's like part of the fun is the road trip. Yeah, it's included in part yes. of the time away. That's true. Were you so did you like watch movies and stuff as a kid on the road? Like, I remember my parents, we used to have, like, this tiny little television. Yeah, and, we had that, too. Yeah, we, like, plugged it into, like, the AC port, and then yep. we just, like, watched stuff on the TV <laughs> yeah. in the back. It was fine. I got motion sick pretty easily. Uh, kind of ass. Yeah, it's, that's an issue. Yeah, it sucks. That's, that's a legitimate issue. Um, I guess that's never been a super big issue for me. I don't really... Um, Blessed. You know, I don't have any, like, great... Or super lasting memories of road trips as a kid. I, I like them now, though. I think they're fun. 
Do you like road trip games like uh, I Spy? No, if I'm like out there, oh, okay, no, not I Spy. I Spy in general, I got beef with, but <laughs> I, I why? It's just such a like. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those gotcha games. games. Yeah, for sure. It's like I spy something fuchsia. Oh, I spotted a branch uh, twenty miles ago. <laughs> exactly. It was brown, just like the desert around us. Um, <laughs> but like other thing, like did you did you ever do like uh, license plates, like catching yeah. up all the states, like that one's yeah. good. Like billboards, like finding words that start with A. Yeah, and C, yeah. yeah, like those. We, we have, played what? Well, I was gonna say I, I used to have like an actual road trip bingo. Oh, uh, that's fine. And we would like do that. That's fine. I like games. We played the uh, like kind of twenty questions adjacent game, right? Which Where one? you like think of something, think of a person, fictional or non-fictional, and the person has to get guess what it was. Oh, that one is good. Yeah, that yeah, I, I love that game. Yeah, that one is pretty um, fun. Maybe we'll do that as a Patreon exclusive. Oh, cool. I actually thought about that. So that's that's pretty funny. Came up. But um, I feel like we've done some zany things. Like, I mean, if you're here on episode what thirty two of the podcast, you know we're no stranger to a hypothetical situation. Facts. Like we once drove. This is back in our youth. We didn't know what the Museum of Tolerance was, <laughs> and Facts. so we we drove by the Museum of Tolerance. We're like, what is that? And then we spent probably the next hour talking about things that are like tolerable. on the line of tolerable and tolerable, <laughs> yeah. like like eighty seven degree pool water or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Like, <laughs> the beach boys for like five songs yes <laughs> yes we just kind of went on about the, <laughs> like that kind of stuff's fun so yeah I, I do enjoy that aspect of road trips and also kind of on the dj sp- spectrum or mm-hmm. conversation topic like i was talking with macy a while ago and she's like yeah like when we were road tripping we'd always listen to like these three albums or these artists was that ever a thing in your family like uh, to listen to specific either CDs or mixes or something. Yeah, I guess back then you only had CDs, right? right? So, yeah, it was. I guess whoever's music, whoever was driving, got the music, and it was never me. Right, you were. I just I was just kind of going along for the ride. Shania Twain, bro, Justin Timberlake. My dad liked uh, like the Police. It Wait, Shania weird. Twain and Justin Timberlake wasn't your dad? <laughs> If you can believe it. Well. No. Uh, Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You Dang. too. <laughs> oh, I, I think I remember you. I, I remember a U2 album being in your mom's car. Oh, really? My dad, so. like, loves U2. He's seen them, like, six times in concert. Maybe it wasn't, maybe it wasn't a U2 album. I remember something about U2 and one of your one of your cars in high school. Um. So, yeah. What about you? For me, it was one of like three or four albums. It was either like the Beatles' greatest hits, ah, James Taylor' yeah. greatest oh, hits, yeah. um, and then like Frank Sinatra slash Dean Martin. Those are like solid. Oh yeah, I mean, I feel like anyone can like those. I think yeah, I mean, it definitely has impacted the way I look at all of. I mean, I guess not the Beatles. The Beatles are the Beatles. Yeah, but like. I definitely would not have listened to Dean Martin yeah, or Frank sure. Sinatra otherwise, at least in depth, or even probably James Taylor. Um, the fact that you don't loathe them means that you probably had a good uh, time on the road trips. True. Well, there was always a certain point like where we would hit this bridge where, it was, where you're yeah. allowed to start watching movies. <laughs> so we were like patiently waiting. Like, come on, come on, come on. Please, please. I want to watch The Three Amigos. <laughs> I need to watch Cars too. Yeah, like just so antsy for that. I guess it's more fun as a kid because it's like, oh, I'm going somewhere different. Yeah, it's true. And now as an adult, you're like, I have to drive six hours. 
I don't mind it that much, actually. I see. I kind of like it. It's not that bad. The way back is really rough, always. Always, yeah. And you always think it's going to be better than it is. Worst driving experience we've ever had in a car was driving back from Las Vegas after oh. your 21st birthday. Or was it back from Los Angeles? No, it was back from Vegas. It was absolutely back from Vegas. <laughs> yeah, that was really horrible. We took this pit stop at a gas station in the middle of nowhere, Arizona, and we were just miserable. I forgot about that. It was yeah. like, I remember we got Powerades and I got like the twisty honey barbecue Fritos and it was just like a survival move. It wasn't even like, I want this. It was yeah. mean. It was so bad. Just the most, oh, so dehydrated, <laughs> just not taking care of ourselves. Not great. Not great. But it's all it's all been up from there for the most part. <laughs> yeah. Alright, that's another episode of the same desk. Thank you for joining us and we will see you next. Hey, I got muscles like Superman trainer. Real, real rare like Super Sam Manga. I jump, stomp, stomp on Lucifer Satan. Now I got a few rings on Jupiter skating. I meant to say Saturn, switched up the pattern. Smoking on some shatter, got me higher than a ladder. Thanks, I'm flatter. My baby mama batter. You look like Mick Jagger. Oops, a grease splatter. Hot, hot, ooh, jumping out the grease. It's a whole lot of degrees. About to come, about to fleece. Please, please. Shh, I don't want to hear a beat. Trying to catch some sleep. Trying to count some sheep. Hot, damn hot water, hot shower. Hot land of smoking green cauliflower. Tangerine, yeah, I call it sweet and sour. And my lawyer say a surgeon, I'ma call him in an hour. Dude, I just caught a plug and his phone was unplugged. I was looking at Doug like, dude, that shit don't even make no fucking sense. Like having fucking arguments for paying 50 extra simple barbecue. Saucing on the workers at McDonald's. I don't wanna sit and argue. Good burger should've taught you we all dudes. And I'm all professional and proper, but my baby mama stopped me. Smoking green cauliflower. Tangerine, yeah, I call it sweet and sour. And my lawyer say a surgeon, I'm gonna call him in an hour. Yeah, hop all the flight, Louis V off white. I just made a dub and she trying to spend a night. Her they need more, yeah, my jeans Dior. Shawty got cake if you trying to eat more. Think they need more, I think they need more. This is second round, I'm trying to speed more. Going stupid, going crazy. Big gas in that Mercedes. Pull up lit, going 30. Pull up big, in a hurry. Shoot your shot, flash a lot. Big cheese, hella nice. Chopping screw, Michael Watts. Point them out. Air amount. Give me right. Sip a sprite. 180. Half pipe. Ooh. Hot damn hot water. Hot shower. Hot land of smoking green cauliflower. Tangerine. Yeah, I call it sweet and sour. And my lawyer say a surgeon. I'ma call him in now. Goddamn. Think I got a new lawsuit. I need to come see you. What's that? I got a new whip. You know what a car do. Turn your bitch to an eater. She say we don't got enough.
enough room to get okay. freaky in here Cause it's just a two-seater okay. Am I still considered a trick If I get her a hoopty and buy me a beamer? Uh-uh. I had a new case but the judge had to throw it out My lawyer beat it like Tina I always find a way to get ahead with my intelligence When they critique my demeanor ah. Today I'll dress up a republic what else? And go get some hair from a white man's daughter Her lips aren't big but I'm loving it I'll get in fake ID, I'll make loving it yep. BDB and T like the government what? Except for the cops, Mission what? Impossible Start with a Glock, then a Glover Tip a hundred if you let my cousin in You know everybody my cousin Oh yeah, and I gotta be thugging it Cause my hair can get nappy as fuck over jury And I got that chocolate coloring Well, at least, like, you know, that's what they made me feel like Why they make you feel like that? I don't know I mean, it's America, right? Hot damn hot water, hot shower Hot Atlanta smoking green cauliflower Tangerine, yeah, I call it sweet and sour And my lawyer say it's surgeon, I'ma call him in the hour 